Hey there, everybody. I'm Tim Muma. Thanks for checking out localjobnetwork.com radio and the podcast Moving Up the Ladder, where we bring you experienced professionals to help boost your career, especially if you're looking to advance in some way. Now, today's guest has an interesting thought on what might help you throughout your career, and it's a simple task, really, in a way, and one that does make some sense. We will be speaking today with Jane Scudder. She is the marketing manager and culture team lead over at hubzoo.com. Jane, how are you doing today? Doing well, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. And thanks for joining us and talking about this strategy. I'll throw it out there and I'll let you explain here in a moment. So what do you think is a good idea for individuals in their career that might help them both in their current job and if they look to move on in some in some way? It's really just as straightforward as you said, Tim, and it's keeping an ongoing running list of all of your career accomplishments. So your responsibilities, your results, everything of note that you have done to date. Yeah. And as I said, it does seem to make some sense and not something that I'll admit I ever really thought of doing. Uh, But let's talk about maybe some of the benefits to that and why you felt maybe this is something people should look into. And as you said, you're sort of just keeping track of what you're doing in real time. I guess, why is that beneficial as opposed to waiting till an opportunity that, you know, maybe somebody wants to know what you're doing, or maybe you're looking at a job prospect? Why do you feel it's important to do that as you go along? Sure. Well, all experiences are fleeting. And while we can do our best to remember as best as possible what we've done in any facet of our life, remembering our experiences right soon after they happen, they're more comprehensive. So right after you complete a project or right when you're in the middle of a new project or your responsibilities been expanded, documenting what that is is often helpful. This way, in six months or a year or two years from now, you're not thinking about, oh, what was I doing and, and what, was, what was the budget there and, and how much money was I actually you know, managing? You're, you're not searching your brain and going through past emails or documents trying to figure out the details, sure. but rather you're keeping track of them all as you're going along. So when you're doing this, I mean, is there a way that you would suggest understanding when you should note it? Because of course, we have different duties that, that we might do every day. Is it something that just stands out? Is it something that has to do, maybe there's a statistic involved? I mean, what sort of parameters or guidelines would you put on it? That's a great question. And personally, for me, I do it kind of at different intervals, right? Sometimes it's kind of random and they'll, a couple of months will go by before I jot anything down for myself. And really, it's, it's when I realize, oh, wow, you know, that new project is pretty different from what my day-to-day scope started out as. Or, wow, that budget increased from, you know, $100,000 to over a million dollars or $30,000 to over 100 k right. something like that. Some companies have more formal performance management re- review cycles. And at those stages, you definitely would want to update this list. I think, though, every time you have a monthly check-in with maybe not your manager, but a superior, him or her, maybe that's when you mentally say, hey, with my monthly check-in with my manager's boss, that's when I'll jot down these notes or just take inventory of what I've been doing. What I found interesting in uh, an article that you had written that talked about, you can also if you have this information readily available, it might help you in some daily conversations that you might stumble across with other people. And you want to maybe explain or elaborate how that can be beneficial, even in your current place of employment when you do speak with certain individuals? 
Absolutely. I think most of us have probably or will probably get into a situation when we run into somebody we really admire or who we know is pretty significant in our organization. Maybe we run into them in the break room or the kitchen or the elevator and they ask us, hey, so Jane, what's going on in your world or uh, what are you working on? And you don't want to ramble to this person, but you also don't want to just say, oh, things are so crazy. So having a few you know, items that you can articulately explain and rattle off in a matter of seconds, I think can be really beneficial for you. You show up looking organized, articulate, and you're offering a a very meaningful update on what you're doing to this person. And maybe it might, you know, it might not immediately translate to a new project or promotion, but you're going to, you know, be building that brand equity of yourself with this person. And you never know in a couple of months or a year or so from now, if, if that person had a question about a project or a topic or was thinking about building a new team, if the work that you had done in that, you know, that short mention that you had of it, you might pop up in their, in their mind and uh, they might reach out to you. And now maybe this is just myself, but uh, I feel a little awkward kind of talking about one's accomplishments oftentimes if they're my own. Do you see that as being a, a negative in any way that you might be bragging somehow or that you are sort of creating this uncomfortableness? Because like I said, I, I don't know how comfortable I feel saying like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, completed this, this and this and, you know, almost like a patting on the back. I mean, what would be, what would be your response to that? Yep. And that's, that's a common feeling, right? But in certain parts of our lives, we need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And no one else is going to elevate you or really talk about your achievements better than you or, or really um, unless you do so yourself. So I can answer that in, in two parts regarding the conversation with somebody you know, in an elevator or in a break room. Maybe you're not bragging, but you're just kind of giving them a quick update on what you know, you're doing. Sure. Obviously, you want to position yourself in a positive light, but no need to totally brag there. And then in terms of writing out your accomplishments and your responsibilities on this ongoing list, this is real fodder for your resume or for uh, you know, a performance appraisal. Um, and that's when you really should be pulling out the big numbers and all the stops. And obviously, don't exaggerate or lie about your achievements and what you've done. But that's when you really want to weave in powerful numbers to bolster and showcase your results and really highlight all the great work that you've done. Um, and hopefully, when it's in writing, people will be less hesitant or or nervous to really share up the great things that they've done. Well, I think that's an interesting point that, uh, as you said, if you have a document like that, it might make you a little more comfortable to speak in uh, sort of general terms when you're talking about your accomplishments. Now, another interesting aspect to this, I felt, was the idea that you can learn a little bit about yourself as well if you're sort of tracking your accomplishments, your tasks, uh, maybe how you handle things. Uh, Why don't you fill the listeners in a little bit on how that can help you in your day-to-day or as you move on within a certain position? Absolutely. You know, I think a lot of people hit various stage gates throughout their lives and their careers where they're not discontent, they're not totally content, they want something different, but they're not totally sure what that is. I think that this creating this running list of all of your accomplishments and what you've done can actually help with this, right? So laying out everything that you've achieved and where your responsibilities have grown, you can start to identify some trends. So it's interesting. I had a friend who was once talking with me about something that she wanted to do differently in her career, but she wasn't totally sure what it was. 
she started talking about some of her recent projects. And as she was sharing some of the work that she had been doing and just laundry listing them out verbally to me, I was able to hear certain triggers Mm. and identify certain trends. And it became super clear immediately to me that the areas that she was really, really succeeding in and what she was really enjoying was when she was working on teams, whether she was leading a team or just a participant, she was knocking the ball out of the park. But when she was doing independent work or when she was you know, really not having interaction mm-hmm. with her coworkers or superiors or vendors uh, for an entire day or so, she was just going bonkers. So being able to, you know, obviously having a conversation with somebody, they can help extract that for you. But if you're not able to you know, have a conversation with a friend or a mentor or a colleague, writing everything down and then taking a look at it um, yourself can actually help you realize, wow, you know, my best results have been when I've been on teams or maybe you're different from my friend. And you realize, you know, I do okay when I'm on a team, but it's when I can really have my head down and I have those couple hours to myself that I really can get work done. And I find that those projects are more successful. Yeah, I really like that suggestion a lot as far as being able to sort of see where you're at, where you've been going, and as you said, where you're really the most successful, because I think that, that does become difficult on a day-to-day, and uh, I think that's a, a very valuable aspect of this. So I would definitely encourage people to do it, if, if for no other reason, that uh, helping them in that way. As you mentioned a couple of times, and I think people are have this in the back of their mind as well, of course, this helps if you are looking to uh, apply to another position, maybe you're looking to advance even in your uh, same organization. If you're looking at writing a cover letter and resume, uh, do you see some specific areas where this could really help? Uh, maybe you've been at a job for a long time um, and you're looking to to finally amp up your resume and your cover letter. What specific points do you think keeping this running list will help you with if you're looking to set that up once again? Once you are ready to begin searching for a new job, whether it's in your company or outside of your company, or if you just happen to stumble across a requisition for your dream job or your dream next job you're likely going to want to update your resume. And you're going to want to do this to have your experience really reflect what the new job um, is looking for. More likely than not, some of the work that you've done might not be all that relevant. Mm -hmm. Or if it is all that relevant, you might not want to highlight it. And you might be sitting there for a while thinking, okay, how am I going to position and package myself so that I, I really can communicate that I can really do this job and I'm the best candidate for this company. Rather than racking your brain and searching for the numbers from past projects or racking your brain and trying to get the best line written to highlight the fact that you have negotiation skills, you can look at your running list and go back two, three years, five years ago and draw out the exact language that you wrote when you were in the thick of that experience. And more likely than not, um, that'll jog your memory and result in a bullet in your resume, a line on your cover letter that really communicates what you did at your past company or in your past role and how that is going to add value to a new company and really present you as an ideal and solid candidate for a new role. I think, again, that's a good tangible advice for our listeners out there as far as um, being able to clearly see where that's going to help down the road if you are looking to uh, another position possibly in your future. 
Now, when you are writing down or, you know, obviously documenting them maybe on your computer, how are you writing? Are you already, I thinking, put them into sort of resume or cover letter type phrases? Are you just casually doing it? What's your suggestion when you're trying to keep this list together for yourself? Great question. And I personally, and I encourage others to do both. Okay. And in different, in different instances. So when I'm at my, when I'm at my desk, if I realize that I have not updated my resume or my running list in quite some time, I might just write a few words, a short sentence, you know, poorly structured sentence sometimes, just to kind of get my, to jog my memory. Right. Then I, I do like to, every couple of months or so, write really crisp lines that summarize all of these responsibilities that can flow into a resume or a cover letter really nicely. And the, the, the thought there is, if you have some downtime and you're not stressed out by a job search, so use that time wisely and take a moment, a couple of minutes, to find a way to really clearly communicate what you're trying to say and get across. That way, when the time comes, you can lift that idea quickly and flow it into a resume or a cover letter or use it into a conversation. Now, when people are doing this, what do you find would be maybe the most common mistake they would make when trying to keep this running list or, or anything having to do with recognizing their accomplishments? Sure. I think a common one, common mistake a lot of people make when they are documenting their accomplishments or writing their resumes is not including numbers. Hmm. It's really important to communicate what your results are, right? Since the fact that you're a great communicator and that you're a team player, those are really important qualities when you're ultimately positioning yourself for a new job, internal or external. But at the end of the day, companies and businesses are looking at their bottom line and they want people who add value to their company, different departments, but ultimately to their bottom line. So showing what you can do to offer results for a company, that's really key. Obviously, you don't want to offer or share any information or numbers that are proprietary to your company. Mm -hmm. Be mindful of that. But if you can showcase the percentage increase that you have added in terms of how efficiently your organization or your department is operating or the amount you negotiated down a contract with an external vendor, those numbers are really powerful and can really add to the story that you're telling. It definitely makes a lot of sense. I think uh, numbers often pop just from my experience of seeing them on resumes or cover letters. Uh, They do tend to stand out. So I appreciate that little tidbit there as well. We are getting low on time, but I did want to give you the floor here at the end to give our listeners a takeaway. Anything you wanted to emphasize or maybe something we didn't touch on about this subject, just as I said, to give the listeners one final piece of advice or, or small tip that they could take from this conversation. Sure. Really, it's just, you know, keep in mind that keeping track of all of your accomplishments, how your responsibilities grow and change, and what your results are is really important. It's often easy to just kind of get caught up in what you're doing nine to five, day to day. And it's it's easy to forget that our careers are a journey and go from one stage to another. Taking the time to inventory where we are and what we've done can really help us figure out where we want to go and in turn can really help us get there. So I would really encourage everyone to start this running list, add to this running list, and see where it, you know, how it can help you. 
All right, with that, we will have to wrap up this episode of Moving Up the Ladder as we've been talking about an idea to keep track of our accomplishments and how it can benefit you down the road or even into your day-to-day work. We have been speaking today with Jane Scudder. She is the marketing manager and culture team lead for HubZoo.com. Jane, thanks again for sharing your thoughts with us today. We do appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Tim. And as always, if you, the listeners, have any thoughts on this topic or maybe you'd like to suggest a new subject for us to cover, just send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com and let us know what you would like to learn about. You can also reach out to us via Twitter. You can find us at the LJN, and we'd love to connect with you there as well. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.